Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne on Global Voice Radio. Join Roxanne Durhage and her thought-provoking conversations, the catalyst to live your life to the fullest. It's Roxanne Durhaj of Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thank you again for uh, tuning in uh, to my radio show. So today I have a very, 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 I'm going to say, special lady. And I'm, it's Svetlana Ratnikova. Uh, Svetlana Ratnikova. Svetlana Ratnikova. You see, I, I knew I was going to screw that up. <laughs> so good. I, I did a good one on that one. And Svetlana and I have uh, recently been acquainted and um, because Svetlana is um, from the, the CEO and co-founder of Immigrant Women in Business, which has been in existence for a year. And we're going to talk a lot about that. But I, I'm going to tell you how I met her, which is interesting. And, and kind of, it feels like I've known her now <laughs> long, but I've really only known her probably, it's been not even four or five weeks, right? Correct. Okay. So um, I thought I was a networker, which or, 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 or a connector, which I, I think I am. If you if, when you get to know people more in my life, uh, Svetlana. But um, so she had, I guess she was, um, you know, looking at my profile on LinkedIn, and something tweaked her um, to to connect with me, and she sent me a request of which I accepted. And then I think I sent her a little note saying, "Thanks a lot for connecting. Can we chat?" I think was what I, I had said, if I could recall properly. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, right back, she wrote back, sure, not a problem. And uh, when can you chat? And we set up a time. And I think we spoke for like an hour on the telephone. Um, and then the rest of his is, it, it is history at this point where um, soon after I said, hey, I'd like to, you know, kind of get to know a lot, little bit more about IWB and maybe see if there's a fit for me. And she goes, well, I got to meet you. <laughs> um, of which... Uh, Soon after, a couple of days after, I believe, she invited me uh, to a Mother's Day event in Toronto. Um, and um, what I didn't know at that time, it was IWB had a presence. And I walk in and it's the um, Nigerian Association of Toronto. I guess the, the newspaper owner, um, had had this big event so to me i was like okay this is this is uh this is culture this is immigrants and uh got exposed to a lot of things i'd never known anything about with with the nigerian culture which so thank you for that and it was an awesome time to be exposed to iwb um mm-hmm. and women in general on mother's day so and thank you again for that so that's kind of mm-hmm. how, how early and, yeah, and it's collaboration in action Yes, absolutely. Here we go. And here we are now, and we're collaborating um, it with uh, the Authentic Connection Movement events, where um, Svetlana is graciously, um, you know, decided to help out um, with RTG to get uh, the word out about authenticity and mental health in the workplace. So, so I'm gonna let you start wherever you need to because i i think your story is um, obviously quite fascinating um i've uh, also met um her husband who is equally as lovely um 
uh, Stephen Clark, who I interviewed uh, a little bit earlier today. From he has team. a lot to learn. He has a lot to learn. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Does, you he, know, do. does he know that? <laughs> of course he does. Yes, I remind him every day. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you know, so Lana, tell us, start wherever you need to, because I mean, you've obviously, I could tell when I met you that the impact that you have on a room, um, and I want, I want my listeners to get a sense of you, which I think meeting you in person is, is really key. Um, but tell me, tell me about your path and why you do what you do to connect people, which is what I, I obviously this is a, a God given gift. It's, uh, it's love that I have in my heart, um, that, um, just get me, uh, get me out there. Um, and that's why after, uh, 35 years, um, 30 of them running businesses. Uh, I am um, still here and I'm in full massive action uh, um, to do, to love, to give. Uh, um, it's, uh, I consider myself a privileged person, obviously. Uh, you are a counselor and a coach. Um, you are on a leadership role in a corporate, um, uh, and uh, human being behavior. Um, uh, when we look, uh, when we look at uh, human beings, um, and I guess that's why again, why I'm in the marketplace, uh, enormously just giving love and supporting and uh, building uh, still businesses. Uh, now I'm building new organization, uh, IWB, uh, along with a few other projects, obviously, uh, because. I got something what um, a lot of people didn't have in their childhood. Uh, when I, um, my parents gave me um, right habits that allowed me uh, to act on those habits. Uh, I was uh, trained to love, to respect, to constantly learn. Um, I wasn't really allowed to watch TV uh, a few times a week for 15 minutes. But that, <laughs> continuous uh, learning habit that would uh, allowed me uh, to apply this in the marketplace right so uh, um, I gave it everything to my parents and now obviously when you learn through life you learn through people you understand that a lot of people they come from, from broken families uh, they're not as privileged as I am right uh, so people find that passion that purpose from different different paths of lives right uh, uh mine is um pretty uh outstanding uh, that's why all this uh start with that uh, with my parents i won the lottery they gave me something that's what uh in a early age that's why i was one of the first entrepreneurs in moscow when gorbachev allowed privatization i was one of the first one uh, to register my own business and that's being true entrepreneur because what drives entrepreneurship is uh, tremendous love to people you obviously want them from the bottom of your heart to live better lives and once you have that love from your parents the confidence the knowledge obviously for the first uh, 17 years of my life i was trained to constantly learn and improve and that became my habit and i started getting excited each and every day uh learning new things right so um 
from um, from being a young adult uh, running the company in Russia um, to today in Canada, 2018. My son is 31 years old uh, here with me in Canada. Obviously, it is a spectacular journey. Uh, um, but uh, what uh, the, the probably the most teaching to uh, people is uh, um, to love people, learn to love people uh, unconditionally. Love, learn to help, learn to give. Uh, um, we all can help. It's not about the money. <laughs> it's, it's about uh, uh, some connections, knowledge. Uh, I always say often from. Um, somebody who cleans uh, the floor tables in mcdonald's i learn more than from people who have phds uh, right so uh it's really we all have a lot to offer to the world and to people if you can just open our hearts and um, just genuinely wanted to uh, build relationship with people obviously this is the basic of business building relationship and providing value but this is the basic of uh, anything we do like in uh, being uh, finding the good husband that would apply the same building relationship providing value because your good husband gotta be a good partner right that he's gotta be like minor person uh, so um uh Excited to be alive, that's the quote from my son, who is an entrepreneur, obviously, like his mother. At the age of 11, I was a single parent. Uh, um, at the age of 11 here in, in Canada, when I was start building my businesses, and uh, it was a lot on my plate, obviously, when, you're, when your son is 11, one thing was constantly in my mind, so I have to keep his mind busy so he is not doing wrong things right so that's why at the age of 11 i got him to do door-to-door -door sales uh, <laughs> child labor <laughs> yeah here, here we go and uh, then at uh, 18 he opened up his own company start hiring 11 12 years old kids who would be training door-to-door -door, uh, uh, um <laughs> Obviously, I'm always uh, grateful for the opportunity to live in this country. That's what um, allowed, allowed me to be where I am uh, today. Uh, traveled a lot, uh, built international distribution with my product, lived in different countries. Uh, Canada is a blessing, um, blessing especially for females, where in most of the countries we can open businesses, but uh, issues... Uh, uh, the face in female leadership, especially in the business world, uh, tremendous. Um, still in Moscow, uh, you cannot <laughs> really go to business clubs if you're female. I mean, how you can find your mentors and business advisors, you're not even allowed to go there. So Canada is always on my priority uh, list for gratitude. Uh, always grateful to Canada. Um, grateful for the peace and uh, health and everything that we have in abundance in this country. Mm -hmm. If we can only focus on uh, being grateful for those the most important things um life is a miracle <laughs> but at the same time i understand we all need help uh and the life should be full of challenges um, but in canada they're healthy challenges you know what i mean that's why i love canada so tell me tell me about the birth of the idea of the iwb like 
So your business in Moscow, what kind of business um, um, was it? It's uh, seat covers for cars. Okay. okay. Not very popular in um, North American uh, world, but yes. very popular in uh, uh, in countries uh, with lower economic level, right? Okay. Okay. Um, yes, and that that was a lot of fun um, because um, when uh, Gorbachev allowed privatization, we didn't really have competition. So it's like having uh, one bottle of water in a desert. <laughs> so you manufacture the product because the challenge was in manufacturing. Mm. Manufacturing is where you deal with mafia, right? So that's where the challenge. Selling, it wasn't the challenge. Interestingly enough, when I came to Canada, obviously it's a totally different business, right? Whole uh, creativity in business, marketing, uh, because the uh, capitalism is uh, 200 plus years old, the market is very saturated. So it's a it's a different business journey, uh, which obviously for me it's uh, it's a lot of fun uh, to compare building business in Moscow and building business in Canada. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it all comes down to leadership, no matter where you're uh, where you're. Uh, build a business and talking about uh, uh, what you do with your events. So that's why um, uh, I'm obviously naturally got connected to you because uh, first of all, uh, I used to be headhunter for pharmaceutical companies, looking in people's eyes and people's profiles. It tells me a lot. Actually, you did say, you did say that when I remember, yeah. I now remember that you said, yeah. Oh my goodness, I forgot you said that. You said I looked in you you had the kind of eyes that told me yeah. that you were a good person. I and I thought, how did you see that in a picture? She's psychic. It's just it's you know, uh Roxanne, it's uh, people when they talk about uh intuition and uh um it, it you grow, you grow yourself to the level that you feel people, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's all that experience. That's why we always lead with, yes, love to people for sure, but massive amount of action. So because through them, through action, you'll be able to learn things mm -hmm. so that you don't need to have lengthy conversation with people. You look a little bit, okay, I got it. My heart tells me to connect with you, right? Wow. And is that, is that how you do a lot of your connection? Because I, I mean, you know, in that event that we went to, obviously the women that I had met um, from IWB were very connected, warm women. I mean, in the, in the limited amount of time that I really was there, maybe an hour and a half max, there was definitely a synergy that I experienced from being around those women um, that I thought this is more like a sisterhood than it is. It felt more like a sisterhood compared to the networking um, environments that I've been in. I, I, I continue to be in, right? Absolutely. With women. Um, and also having been a female executive um, in multiple areas, it's, it's, it's hard being a female in, in rank in companies um, because sometimes what you find is that and you know you will sometimes hear women say this it's easier sometimes to deal with a man in, at the same level than it is a woman because the what the 
you know, a lot of times I could tell you my experience in corporate is I felt like I constantly had to prove myself to the women that were on my level or above me, um, like I was a bit on um, probation in a way. Whereas sometimes dealing with the men were more straightforward. They looked at my performance versus, um, you know, so there was that competitiveness that actually was a bit adversarial with women at the level that I was at versus being collaborative, which is what you're talking about. Absolutely. And it's, um, um, it's, you grow with business uh, to spirituality, right? Uh, so that's why when, um, uh, last year when uh, we launched IWB, um, the ladies uh, who invited to be uh, key founding members, um, yes, the business acumen and spirituality, kindness were the mandatory. So and actually spirituality, kindness and compassion, they, were, they would come first and then business acumen and their business connections. Yes, we have uh, ladies who have done tremendously well, who have a lot of zeros on their bank account, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> I mean, those ladies who have a lot of connections, I see it in action. Um, ladies who have 100 times less connections, but more giving spirit, they make bigger impact. Mm. And that's, uh, that's what I'm after. And uh, uh, that's what the world is after, right? Uh, um, and you're, you're, um, there's a combination. I mean, how you invite those people. Obviously, I'm just like you. Uh, we are in that age category. Uh, we were um, built up through uh, having uh, fabulous gentlemen around us who guided us, corrected us. If you're on the C-level positions, uh, um, your mentors, your senior advisors would be guys, right? Yes, right. I mean, 25 years ago, it wasn't the case, right? No. We didn't really have it in our... I couldn't even pronounce it, female mentor or advisor. It was naturally for all of us that it's, you know, it's a gentleman, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now we are obviously very fortunate to have female, strong female leadership. And uh, again, we're very thankful to Canada for the mentality of freedom and uh, to gentlemen in Canada, uh, Canadian kind culture and uh, gentlemen who are uh, allowed us to grow, who did see the potential, uh, um, look at, look at Steven. I mean, it's amazing when people ask me how IWB was born. He's the one who brought it to my attention. And he I was, was living with him for so many years because I said, that's, I mean, what am I going to do? I don't want to open up nonprofit organization. And, um, what am I going to do with those ladies? And for all that life that I build businesses, I only had gentlemen around me, all my network of, super strong uh, guys and accomplished guys. They're nice. So how am I going to open the uh, immigrant women in business? It can never happen because I need a team behind that. So uh, um, back to, uh, you know, back to basic. Uh, um, even though most my network of those core leaders, they were gentlemen, but it did make a lot of sense last year. Um, it was the time. Um, I connected, um, New Year's, I usually connect with my key individuals, uh, and a few of them, they said, Svetlana, we built businesses, we sold it to other businesses, it's time for us to help our sisters, and to me, it's like, wow, it is the time, and they're all, they're all immigrants, right, uh, the key of any organization, uh, 
you go now anywhere you take uh, you take corporation you take uh, iwb you take any company diversity is the key uh, but to me um I have strong leadership skills and uh, I love to be surrounded with people who I can constantly learn from. It's the formula of growth and uh, business leadership, right? Because I am the head of the organization. I have to be happy. In order for me to be happy, I have to constantly be challenged and I have to yes, constantly yes. learn. So it was just the right time. Last year, it was the right time. And it's interesting because with gentlemen, different 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 way we communicate gentlemen they would always invite me let's go here let's go there with ladies i knew that they are there for so many years but we are so driven because we're probably immigrants and mothers we just have less time right and our time is so valuable so we didn't really never really had time for chit chats right mm -hmm. so uh i knew that she is there i knew that she's opening that academy that school that I, and I, I was thinking of them and it, my heart would smile, but we would never discuss that, right? I mean, that's, I mean, she's there, excellent, right? Um, so it's different than the way we communicate between ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and it's, it's new for me. Uh, I took it as a challenge as well, because it's easy for me, uh, oh, you're Russian, you're intelligent, I mean, you're, uh, you've done well. I mean, it's not difficult to attract guys to your network. Uh, ladies, uh, it was a challenge for me, uh, and I like that. I took that challenge, and uh, <laughs> I've got to kill him. I'm having a lot of fun. Actually, I thought that it's going to be uh, the organization with the goal to feed 300,000 Aboriginal malnourished children. That was my goal, but now the impact that the organization uh, makes in the community. It's unbelievable. People, they just bombard you with questions and uh, thank you letters and uh, how can we help? We wanna work together. We wanna find a way to collaborate. We were watching you for <laughs> the last year, you know, when people, yes, new yes. businesses uh, often they come, oh, Svetlana, I just started uh, and it's already three months and it's, I said, it's not time yet. I mean, people like me, like leaders, we will support, we will work with you, but we watch what you do. I mean, do it once, two, three, grow organically, and it's going to happen because, and it's going to happen by itself. Actually, especially with the internet, when you can become influencer naturally, right? When you do something meaningful and good. So it's, um, it's, it's, uh, Again, it's a, it's a very exciting time to be in the marketplace. So now it's time to do good. Uh, we can uh, drive meaningful initiatives to the marketplace. The world is ready to collaborate, to work together. Millennials, they want to make the world a better place, 87% of them. It's just thrilling, exciting. Uh, but uh, are people going to go through a lot of challenges because most, even millennials, uh, we see them go through a lot of challenges because they got their uh, university degree, they get, their, they get their MBAs, then they go to the marketplace and there's no 100K job for them out there. <laughs> right, right. It's gone, gone of those days now. 
Of course. So that's why there's a huge need for leadership, for authentic leadership, for coaches. They're looking for mentors. They're looking for advisors. Right. A lot of females. So that's why organizations grows naturally because that's what they want. Mm -hmm. They want people who they can learn from. Obviously, my organization, Immigrant Women and Business, there are a lot of newcomers. And now newcomers, that different newcomers. We used to, we, we came to this country uh, uh, because we were running away from mafia wars, but now we have absolutely incredible line of people that are coming to the marketplace because uh, millennials, they're born with those. I mean, they have the choice. They have, they already know if uh, I am MBA from Germany um, and I want to build spectacular future uh, to lead, to do good, to be uh, authentic, uh, true leader, female leader. Canada is one of the best countries to do that. So we attract those people who come from developed countries. They choose Canada for female leadership, for Obviously, we are, we are one of the um, we are one of the leaders in social enterprise world and intact investment. Look at look at our numbers; it's all Canada. So that's why those people they come to us, uh, and it's perfect. They're looking for how to lead, what businesses to start, where to where to go, what to do, what people to connect to to start their journey. And um, coaching industry, uh, if you look at numbers in the last few years, um, they finally, I mean, about 20 years, it was a little bit of struggle doing you the coach. And now those millennials, they're looking for coaches. Mm -hmm. They understand that they need the coach in financial, in marketing, in different levels of life uh, uh, in order to excel. And they're prepared to pay for it. And of course, 80% of success is between your ears <laughs> so Thanks, who's going to guide you uh of course coaches uh um it's uh it's time to work hard and celebrate at the same time and it, you're so right in saying that it is you know um myself my stories i i was um kind of one of the some of the brats from the caribbean that came up and went to school privileged uh when i was 16 right so I, my my reality was a bit different, but still, even being an immigrant back then, coming to Canada, you know, um, everything was different. Everything was glaringly different. Every there was the customs were different. It was harder to connect to people. Um, you know, you're leaving. You're leaving everything that you've known behind to start a new life. Because of course, my parents, like any any immigrant parents, wanted better for their children. Um, so they could have sent us anywhere in the world, but Canada was perceived as the best place yeah. and the safest place to be able to send us at that time. And I just think about, you know, I came to go to university and still it was a struggle. So I could imagine with people, like you're saying, running from wars and, um, you know, different kind of situations coming as refugees, coming with basically sometimes the clothes on their back, literally, um, and wanting, a, you know, to have to go into a shelter, but immigrants bring such a, a tenaciousness, like a, an ethic, because they know what it is to not have. Um, and then they come to a, a country as prosperous as Canada, and then they think, wow, this is like amazing. <laughs> absolutely. Right? You're absolutely right. It's just, uh, wow, I mean, people, they have everything. What? And interesting, you're talking about uh, 
uh, wellness uh, in uh, our mind. Uh, um, when I came to Canada, like first three days, I was right downtown Toronto. I was looking at people's eyes because my heart, I love people. Mm. I was looking at people's eyes. So, there's everything in this country, but people are not happy enough. Right, right. I mean, the thinking here, so then I start obviously learning the habits, uh, eating fast food, uh, watching TV. That's not the right habits to learn to improve. I mean, right? I mean, that's what uh, um, that's what get people going to the next level. That's why they're happy. This thing has to work. And um, <laughs> I looked at Canadians. I was like, oh my goodness, they just spoil people. They got everything. Mm-hmm. And what happens with spoiled people? What happens with a spoiled child? It's a disaster. That's mm-hmm. the worst we can do to our kids. Is spoil right. them. Right. Then they're right. not good friends. They're not good fathers. They're not good uh, employees. I mean, nothing good about it, right? So we need challenges and immigrants. So that's why I love dealing with immigrants. Because once you come from one country to another, once you made this huge risk, I mean, that's what we teach in business. I mean, what's business? It's taking yeah. risk. Bus- <laughs> business is like dropping out of a plane and hoping to God that parachute opens. Here we go. So <laughs> in our, uh, in our uh, meetings, uh, in our conversation with immigrants, I mean, <laughs> they came from Philippines through China where they had to slave for three years somewhere in, uh, in China in order to, to come or People from Russia come from running from Russian mafia and leaving everything there. Look at, um, I mean, this is a different conversation. They naturally live with gratitude, right? Uh, so they're just grateful for little things. They get something. Uh, uh, look at people from third world countries. I mean, they don't know how refrigerator look like. Uh, each and every 10 seconds, the child still dies from starvation or malnutrition. I mean, how bad is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously dealing with those people is such a joy because guess what they want to do? If they're from Philippines or Palestine, uh, uh, where um, basic human rights are broken, when uh, you become mother and successful business person, what do you want to do with, the, with this money? You want to help kids in your own country who die from starvation, right? So it's uh, it's a different mindset, uh, but obviously what allows us to grow all uh, immigrants um, is Canada. Canada has ethical capitalism, right? And the laws are working. I mean, look how much money in Brazil, in China, in Colombia, in Russia. Corruption is everywhere. So uh, you cannot uh, really, even, I mean, the laws, even the laws are written there. There there is no way. I mean, you go to the police station, I can tell you everywhere in Russia, you are, you are abused, you go to the police station and what do they tell you? Go back home. (laughs) There is no way any guy in Russia going to jail for, uh, for abuse. I mean, the law, it's corruption everywhere. I mean, the laws could be there. Who cares about the laws? So we obviously live in this country talking about ethics and authenticity. Um, this beautiful world, I mean, we have to step up as leaders, talking about leadership. And we have to because the From Canada gives us this platform and opportunity to impact people's lives all over the world. And you know that the amount of uh, challenges that people face 
Yeah, for Both sure. Muffling and conscious, I, where females can't even drive. Yes, for sure. So with, with immigrant women, um, the ones that um, join the organization, yep. Yep. what are some of the top things that you see with them when they're starting a business? Is it any different from, say, uh, other female Canadian women that are starting businesses? Uh, lack of uh, financial backing. Okay. Okay. Right. Because I see uh, uh, my Canadian friends, um, if they want to open the business, a lot of them they go to their families. Mm -hmm. All right. If um, if you're if you're Canadian, I mean, if um, uh, your parents did well, I mean, it would be. Uh, baby boomer generation uh, for money they did well so uh, for immigrants um, obviously the same stuff I mean they don't have credit history they have they don't have this this and that but I mean any business requires finances right uh, um, um, I mean they they're willing to take risk which is important that's why I love it Right. so they're willing to take the risk but oftentimes they don't have the background um, that the, some maybe other people that were come from Canada might have. It's kind of, I mean, they don't have uh, understanding how Canadian uh, style of business works. Uh, they don't understand usually Canadian customer, Canadian, con and you have to be engaged in a marketplace for a number okay. of years to understand uh, uh, how Canadian uh, people think, what they're right. looking for, because as an entrepreneur, you're uh, feeling... Um, feeling uh, their need okay uh, and the most important is networking right networking 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 uh, it's not what we know it's who we know right uh, right and uh, it takes time to build relationship you know that it of takes course absolutely so if you're not knowing the the the, the kind of the cultures or the norms um, and sometimes being maybe intimidated by, by the fact that, you know, Canada is so big, like I think of myself as a teenager, um, you know, huge and everything's different and every, every culture is different and those types of things. And then you're coming over maybe as an adult with children yep. and your children are also going through certain things, right? They need you and you're trying to figure it out too. Um, with all yep. the different differences and the struggles, like you said, the stressors that are associated with moving country to country, um, you know, that, that, that's a huge stress. And when kids go to school, if they don't speak the language or if they, if they dress different, there's a lot of things. So it takes yes. a lot of strength yes. to be able to start over. I deal with business, uh, with business ladies and, um, I can tell you this is that's tough. It's tough because most of us, especially from countries like Russia, uh, Europe, Eastern Europe, uh, South American world, uh, a lot of us, uh, I mean, most of my um, friends uh, from those countries who run businesses in Canada for many years, they divorced um, because guys, uh, they used to be bosses in, <laughs> in this country. It's a very shamanistic approach, right? Here, uh, they just not a good fit, so it's just not working. Because um, and I understand that I have husbands like that, right? I mean, he uh, 
um, he used to be, you know, that macho guy. And here, I came here, I started doing my own stuff. Uh, I started learning Canadian culture, where my Canadian uh, people in corporate would tell me, Svetlana, why are you running uh, like crazy home? I said, I have to cook dinner. They said, no, you don't have to cook dinner uh, because you're in Canada. Work on yourself. Let's go to the gym. Let's go take classes and courses. Uh, and guys, they obviously don't like him. So the divorce ratio is... Uh, in immigrants, especially females who decided to step up and actually uh, uh, tell them, no, I'm not going to cook the dinner. No, you're not going to abuse me anymore, right? And if you don't like me, mass, most all of them. So that's where we got it. Business, you usually become single parent. Mm -hmm. You with no support. When you start the business, because you don't have relatives here, you have to run something for financial backing to pay your bills, obviously, because you have the, the kids. And then at the same time, uh, you're starting your own business. So that's a lot, a lot of stress. Wow. So it, it takes a lot of strength, basically. Yeah. It really does. It, it, right? it does. It takes massive, and even though they're prepared to work hard, they just cannot fit in 24-hour day. That's where, uh, I mean, they're actually all prepared to work hard, but they're running around. It's... Um, it's uh, definitely to find people who you know, and a lot comes from uh, from your mind, right? I mean, you don't actually, in Canada, especially, like anywhere in the world, it's more strategic, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're actually uh, more strategic and uh, think in the right way, and think in a way to surround yourself with people who have big goals, accomplished with positive attitude, actually, the journey would be so much more fun right so it's more actually less running around especially now with internet where everything is basically sold online um most business is now here it's always been here but now it's just a joy anybody can do it between um, amazon and shopify mm -hmm. yeah yeah the 500 dollar investment put your mind <laughs> into work and you can create a good income for yourself right you right and a lot of uh, people these days, they're not looking for millions. Uh, they're looking for, for good income that they can work from home, spend time with their kids. Internet allows us to do that. And with immigrants, obviously, that was another reason um, why it was the right time to open IWB, because the business is global these days. Right. Where people right. want to sell the product. They want to sell the product to China and to Brazil and to different countries. Do people want to buy product? Canadian product, absolutely. What do I always tell people? What's the best uh, marketing for you guys? Canadian flag. People <laughs> want to deal with Canadians because they're kind, they're ethical, and they want to buy Canadian products from all over the world. Mm. Just step up. <laughs> right, right. Go so with your, with your events then, um, yep. what, what, what happens at your events? And obviously, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I experienced just a get together. I didn't even, I haven't even been to one of your events and I hope to get there soon. Okay. Uh, yeah. I could feel the authenticity by those women. I was sitting next to a, a, a C2, a C2. Yes. I see it too. <laughs> right. I, I had to say, think her yeah, name. Most of us, we have funny names. Yeah. Right. And, uh, she, um, what a lovely young lady that started that business on her own with, and she had that, her little boy there who was, I think about 11. 
uh, you know, and, you know, she was telling me a bit about her story, which is not unlike some of what you're telling me, right? Um, and, and has done really, really well, um, you know, and, and started this really good business. So it takes strength, but connection is important. And it sounds like, and if I'm surmising from what you're talking about, it's that connection that also allows these immigrant women that get together in business to feel supported, to get the strength to be able to push forward. Absolutely. First of all, it's uh, inspiring, right? I mean, a lot of people usually in the attendees, I can tell you most of them, uh, not most of them, but good half, good half. They're, uh, they go through challenges. Maybe they started the business and they go through challenging times and they're doubting, can I do it or not? Um, there are a lot of corporate people now, millennials, who are about 30, 35, they come to our events, they jump from one corporation to another. That's not what they want. <laughs> they realize that, okay, it doesn't feel right. In order to feel right, I gotta step up and do something on my own. Uh, so I take control of my finances uh, in my hands and I'll be uh, my own leader, my own boss and do some meaningful things by, by, um, by myself. But those people, they also, I mean, information is out there but there's a lot of information that scares people still you know good 80 85 percent of businesses they don't make it mm -hmm. and they know that mm -hmm. so those people who sit in the audience what are they thinking am i should i start a business am i going to make it why am i different from those 85 percent who didn't make it in business right 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 so obviously inspirational stories from females mm -hmm. uh who actually made it in the marketplace and who are there to give them a hand, telling them, I'll help you out to be where I am, especially if uh, their passion aligned with their passion. So mm -hmm. if they, they want to be successful in financial field, so they have someone uh, who speaks Portuguese and from Brazil, and uh, she is already 20 years ahead in financial field. So she becomes, uh, practical mentor and right. that person who can teach them exactly what they are looking for and uh, open up connection at the same time. Right. And um, often I find uh, young people, uh, they don't understand that it gives joy to us, right? We always joke with Steven uh, about it because it gives us joy to give. <laughs> What are we going to do with all our connections? Keep it, keep it up for ourselves? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you remember what it was like when you were young, right? Like, I mean, I often say, um, you know, when I started in business, when I started mine, it's going to be eight years ago now, you know, I was already established and it's still tough, you know, to start a business. And, you know, I was educated, um, you know, and, um, you know, walked away, ended my marriage after 25 years, didn't have a job, maybe didn't, should have thought that one through and started a business <laughs> and started a business with no support. Right. Um, so for me, you know, I've been here since I was 16, but I'm still, you know, from somewhere else, but I had been acculturated to being Canadian and I knew the system and it was still scary. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, yes, you're right. So someone like me now, when I meet someone young starting, I remember what it was like. Of course. And I want, you want to give back. You want to help. You want to say, 
you know, um, you'll be fine. Those doubts you have are normal, you know, um, but you got, if you got vision and if you got passion and if you got strength, that, that truly is what, you know, you need. That's enough to keep the gas going. Uh, right. So I think you're right. It's giving back. Um, and, uh, because we've all been helped, uh, you know, I know I've been helped so much along the way. I would not be doing what I'm doing today if, if I didn't have multiple people help me along the way that, and that could say something as basic as, oh, of course you can do it. And you go, you can, right? Even when you're thinking you have that self doubt, you know, and then someone says, of course you can. I've done it. It's no big deal. Like when people talk to me about writing a book, I said, no big, and people will say to me, how can you say that? Writing a book? And I go, no, I'll help you. No big deal. And they go, you're kidding, right? I'm like, no, 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 I'm serious. It's unbelievable. I hear exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and those little things, they, they, they change people's lives. I mean, yes. they come to us after, Oh, you actually, you know what? You changed my life. I said, well, what did I do? You basically believed in me, right? But I mean, th those yeah. doubts, I mean, if you actually look at the person and uh, start asking direct, honest questions, yeah. Oh, uh, what are you sad about? There is no reason to be sad. I mean, you've got it all. You know what you want to do. Uh, you know who you are. You have right. the purpose. You have the passion. You have, I mean, you've got it. And they look at you like, really? You think I can do it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing feeling for both parties, right? Because uh, we all need that validation. You know, I, I was listening to um, something that was an interview with Oprah and she said the one defining um, similarity in all of us, she says everybody that she had interviewed in her, I forget how many hundreds of shows, you know what the first thing they would say to when, when they're done, how'd I do? How did I do? Oh, she says, whether it was President Obama or Maya Angelou yep. or a mother, they would say after the interview. So how did I do? Because we all need to hear that. So that whole concept, it's like, it's like that invisible hug, right? It said, you're okay. You did awesome. And you never know where those kind words are going to lead. Like you're right. Because maybe that self-doubt is like, who do I think I am? You know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And they have all, you know, that's just normal to doubt yourself because when you're just stepping into something new, but then when you have people validating you to say, of course you can, and then they, they take that extra step. So if that's what you do um, at your, your meetings, it must be amazing to see the transformation or to hear the inspirational stories um, of, of women that have, have been there and then they can pass it on to, to newer women coming in. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what makes it uh, inspirational because they're actually uh, sharing their challenges. Right, right. That is what is courageous to do. I mean, right. to talk about successes, everyone can do that. Yes. <laughs> Don't yes. talk about your challenges. Uh, this takes a lot out of you, right? It brings a lot of emotions uh, and it takes the certain maturity of the human being to share those challenges. But we always say in business world, uh, I mean, it's all about making mistakes every day. We learn every day, right? <laughs> but we don't talk about those mistakes and failures often enough. But it's coming. I think that uh, entrepreneurship in uh, Canada, what it feels right now, it's in a very intense level. Leadership is uh, picking up. People, they talk about, they throw feedbacks. And uh, I mean, it's... Uh, it's a, it's an excellent place in the market uh, in the market right now to be to grow. There is uh, 
um, more communication, people were picking up the phone and moving things forward uh, so much faster. It's getting there. I think in the next uh, few years, I mean, we'll start creating huge tangible impacts, not only in Canada, but all over the world uh, with Canadian leadership. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, um, I'm so glad you ran across my eyes on LinkedIn here. <laughs> I feel I feel very privileged to feel like I, I'm in your circle um, based on all this great work that you're um, you're doing in the world. Um, you know, you know, and as a, as a as an immigrant woman, even though I was privileged coming to Canada, I can relate. And I, I remember, you know, and you know, I was when I was an executive, I was quite young, and I remember sitting on um, a boardroom on Bloor Street. And here I am, I think I was the only non-white woman at that boardroom table. And I was thinking, how did you get here? in my mind, right? Even though I grew up with the belief and I got told from a little girl with, with my education system and all that, you can do whatever you want, right? But still, and then I would go into some of these plants and um, uh, in my role, and I'll give you an example of something that happened, which is which, which is funny, but not funny. And um, so I went in and one day I was rolling out a program and the shift starting was going to be really early. So they wanted me to come really, really early. So when I go into plants and stuff, of course, I'm not wearing suits and stuff. So I wear, mm -hmm. you know, more basic clothes. And so I go to the door, I think it might've been at Clorox or something mm -hmm. in Mississauga. Mm -hmm. And so I go up and I, I you know, I, they tell me who to look for and blah, blah, blah. So I go and I, I go and I said, well, I'm looking for so-and-so from HR. And the person comes out and says, well, you know, you're starting work today. And I said, did you come to work today? And I said, yes, I didn't identify who I was. They said, well, wait here. We'll get your supervisor before I could finish what I was trying to say. I'm here to, you know, I, I administrate the program that you've purchased um, and I'm here to talk about it, but they didn't. So when I went up to the front of the room and I was talking to all those, I could just see this person shriveling, right? Like, oh, oh my goodness. I assumed, you know, and when I looked out, you know, Savannah, all I could see were immigrants, right? And then what happened is, I don't know how many women came up and men too, but they said, how did you get where you got to be standing up there in front of us doing what you do and I, I i was struck and i and i said oh you can do it too right that was my first instinct right because you know sometimes it's just that interaction with someone that's maybe looks like them has the same accent those types of things that gives people that belief that i can do it too because like you said um you were fortunate like i was uh, I, grow, I grew up being told you're the smartest thing <laughs> that God ever created and you can do whatever you want with your life, which unfortunately sometimes, you know, not everybody gets that, right? Um, so sometimes, you know, so being an immigrant, sometimes people assume they know and they don't know until you start to connect and, and spend that time. So, you know, mentoring may, must be an amazing thing and hopefully I can help out and act as a mentor for some of your women because I would love to be able to do that um, to help women in any way um, to be able to give back because to me I am who I am today because I had um, you know my parents my my my, fa my father 
was a cane farm. My, my grandparents were cane farmers from Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. They, so yeah, they planted. What is that? What, what kind of farmers? Cane, sugar cane. Oh, cane, sugar cane, sugar cane. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, so very, very poor. And, um, you know, and then my father became an entrepreneur um, quite young you know, to be able to, and then ended up taking care of his immigrant parents. So I was exposed to being an entrepreneur very, very young. Um, and, you know, kind of, you know, and he, my, you know, my father did very well and my mom took really good care of us. And th that was bred into my, my, my veins, obviously from a very, very young age. Um, and where did I end up? You know, I ended up in psychology, but I ended up in business again. because <laughs> Of course kind of, you know, seeping through my veins. So, um, you know, the, what you're doing, I think is uh, fantastic. And uh, mentoring is an amazing thing. And you're right. You know, we all have, we all need mentors. I still have, you know, mentors that I work with all the time. Absolutely. So, and you, you, you're saying a psychology, uh, of course, and you, you were uh, on the leadership role and you're teaching leadership and look, you're putting event together. Because this is the solution, right? Uh, uh, because uh, you want to provide people the solution. So it's, uh, and solution is to take charge. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why you do what you do. <laughs> I do, I do. So you're going to be at the events. So everybody listening, if you want to meet this amazing lady, uh, please come. Um, she will be there in her audience. She will have a booth with IWB. I'm sure she's going to bring a lot of her IW people with her. Um, so you're going to have this opportunity to be able to network with her and hang out, ask any kind of, uh, you know, mentoring questions or business questions um, and talk about her international community uh, with immigrant women. So that's going to be amazing. So Svetlana, if people wanted to get a hold of you, um, where, where should they reach out? Um, I'm one and only Svetlana Ratnikova. It's a beauty to be an immigrant. When they Google Svetlana Ratnikova Toronto, I'll be one and only one, one and only one in Canada. So all my phone numbers, they're everywhere. Immigrantwomenandbusiness.com is uh, my website and all the activities that on social media, they'll lead them to next events and to uh, uh, next, uh, um, next uh, mentoring, uh, uh, sessions and uh, to all the activities, uh, um, it's uh, placed on our Facebooks and LinkedIn's uh, all over social media. It's easy to find. Awesome. I, I, I think it would be hard not to find you in a room, but they can find you anywhere. So uh, go to LinkedIn, go to Facebook, um, or just go to IWB um, online and uh, you, she's going to pop up um, all over. Uh, so Svetlana, thanks again for taking the time for my listeners. You know, authenticity is key. And yet again, as we, as we listen to what Svetlana has done in the world, um, it's about being yourself, you know, creating what comes from within your soul. And when you feed that space, regardless of whether it's to be the best parent you need to be, or to start a business, or just to, to be a, in a mentorship role, just think about what you're giving back um, to the next generation or just anybody that I often say is around you in concentric circles. You do good and you know you, you impact people and they're for generations that you may never know, but at least you know that you're doing good things in the world. So come out on uh, June 22nd um, at the Sandman Hotel in Mississauga to meet us all. If you're wanting more information on the event, uh, you can go to RoxanneDurhodge.com 
forward slash Authentic Connection Movement 2018. So take care and we'll chat with you next week. Take care. See you there then. Thank you.